Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. This is Anthony Robbins host of the reality is where filtering becomes extinct. This is Anthony Robbins host of the reality is where filtering becomes extinct. We give y'all real, real long. <laughs> I've been lying for so long. I've been lying for so long. <laughs> Believe me, I'm probably a porno pornoologist. We cannot continue to deny women or minorities access to a system that has everything but their input. You are now listening to The Reality Hour. Listening to The Reality Smoke some bitch. GK. Hold up. Talking about. Real nigga, polo, fuck that here figure. What up, world? This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is, where filtering becomes extinct. Today's show is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, your voice, your independence, your platform. So join us as we work to build a listener and podcaster-centric podcast ecosystem by going to www.blogtalkradio.com. So for the last week or so, I've been talking about, um, we have a special guest coming in uh, that'll be calling in um, from Insecure, uh, HBO's Insecure. So on today's show, we have Miss Dominique Perry, who called into the show and we appreciate you for doing that how you doing today miss perry i'm good how are you i'm doing good but i have been trying to figure out do i call is it okay to call you dominique you want miss perry or dom p you know <laughs> either one because i've gotten either when not the dom p but miss perry i noticed every male calls me that it's so weird yeah but i love it yeah i mean I it's, a, it's a respect it. yeah, thing no, either one is fine okay, okay. i know it's, it's <laughs> Parker thing. I don't know. Exactly. So, no, either one is fine. Okay, okay. So, um, the first question I want to start off with, and then I I like to, when I do my interviews, I pretty much like to be conversational. So, you don't, you know, it won't be pretty much sticking to a script. But uh, what got you into acting? Um, I've been acting all my life since seven. Yeah. Um, At seven, I enrolled in this place called the Ensemble Theater downtown in Houston. And they um, had a young performance program, and each summer they taught you, you know, stage production, singing, acting, dancing. So I started there all the way until I was like 17. I did a lot of their um, their musicals and their main stage plays mm. uh, when I got old enough. And then from 17, I went on to Prairie View A&M University. Okay. And I majored in theater, so it just went on from there. I've never really done a plan B. I've always just stuck to the acting. Yeah. So this is all I've done. And, you know, did the local films and yeah. backup dance for people, yeah. stuff like that, okay. short films. 
and it's like it was pretty cool. And it's crazy that you said the Plan B because that was one of my questions. I remember watching you. I think you did the Jasmine brand um, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and I was watching the interview. Yeah. And when you said that, it made it kind of made me think about myself. I've always been the opposite of that. I always had like a Plan B, very strategic, very you fundamental. Should, you should have yeah. a Plan B. But I also my attitude and my personality would be someone that projects that I only live by a Plan A because I do kind of still march to the beat of my own drum, do what I want to mm-hmm. do. So for me, I was going to ask you, like, how was it to put, was it something you didn't even think about just putting all your eggs in one basket saying acting, I'm going to be an actor, nothing else? I really didn't think about it because it's all I've ever done. Yeah. So it became like robotic to me to do every summer, go to the ensemble, do go perform in stage plays and musicals. And then when I got to college, of course, I was going to major in theater. So it became like, this is just all I know. Yeah. So this is just all I'm going to go by. So that's when I was like, wow, I really haven't never worked on a plan B. I mean, of course I've had regular jobs, you know, you have to pay yeah. bills, whatever. True. But I've always just had regular jobs to pay for not only my rent, but to pay for headshots or yeah. to pay to fly to LA. So that way I can do an audition. Like it's always been working towards, what I know because yeah. this is all I know so I really it was no turning back because I've invested so many years in yeah. this one thing so I was like I, I really ain't got no plan because I ain't even <laughs> I ain't done nothing else to train for yeah. nothing else like I suck at anything else so I kind of didn't have a choice but to continue doing this because anything else I just wouldn't even like yeah. I, I couldn't even put my all into it you know what I'm saying no that makes sense no and and, and it's crazy yeah. because one of the things I was thinking about when I when I saw the interview and you you said you were just stuck with the plan a then it made me think about mm-hmm. like how do you find inspiration to continue to keep acting because you are a success right now you know and we and I hope yeah, you continue you. that success but before thank the success you. of course you know we have failures so how did you stay inspired right. after continuing to fail at something that you that's all you knew Right, because with with the entertainment industry, period, not just acting, True. music, anything that's entertainment and you're depending on faith and you don't really have a strategic plan like going to school mm-hmm. and for a certain amount of years and then you're a dentist and then you're a lawyer, anything career like that yeah. that takes faith, it is going to be a lot of failure. And I think what inspired me just to keep going is, like I said, I didn't have anything else to fall back on. I've never worked towards anything else so this is all I know so as the years went by and I'm getting older I'm like I don't I don't know what else to do so I have to keep going then it's like look at all the time I've invested then I moved to Atlanta after college for four years to try to work on my resume there then moved to LA last year it's like I've worked too hard to stop and go back it'll be like all of this crying and tears and rejection after rejection from auditions it's like it'll go to waste I'm like well, what? I'm, I'm not gonna let all these tears go to waste yeah. I got it so that's what forced me to keep going okay you know to stop and then my mom made sacrifices and she spent all of her retirement money on a manager and stuff it's just yeah my mom even tell me if you give up you're not giving up look at all the stuff that I had to do yeah you let you to yeah. where you are it's so bigger it's like, than just uh, you yeah, it's not just me, you know. I had my mom invested in this, and, and I just feel like I'd be letting God down if I don't continue on. Yeah. So it was just all of that that, that weighs on my shoulders. It's like, man, I got to keep going. I know I keep crying, because it's even a hardship <laughs> now. Yeah, no, I understand. You know, people think that you're on television and you're doing your thing, yeah. and it's just easy, you know, but you have to 
work hard to get in in. Like, and it's 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 crazy that in, you say freshman. that. Yeah, and it's crazy that you say that about the way people perceive you because, like you said, once people see you on TV, they think, "Man, instant Hollywood. She got bread. She's good. Let me call her for something Ow. or a favor for something else." And it's funny you say that because, not to be funny, when when we posted, you know, your press package about you coming onto the show. I've never had so many, excuse the word, niggas in my DM. And I'm like, they, because especially the people, they thought that you were going to be like in the studio with me. So there's like, hey, bro, you got to let me come to the studio. You got, even my homegirls is like, I got to sit in on that. And I'm like, y'all, I'm not going to have a crowd of people, even if she was here in the studio, thirsting after her. That would have been so fun. I'm not there. You know, you yeah. 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 Okay, we'll do it again. Most definitely, I, I would like to do that. Definitely in person. But um, how do you mentally yeah. prepare on a day to day basis um, with a business like Hollywood? Like we, you know, we know it's a pick you up, put you down business. You could be here one day and go on the next. So how do you mentally yeah. prepare um, with this still, like you said, being your plan A to stay there? Because as we all know, it's easier to get there, but it's harder to maintain that success. It's it's very hard to maintain it, and then especially once you're sort of in, it's hard to do regular things like if you if things get low or something like that. It's hard to just be like, okay, well, I'm just gonna get a regular job. No, you yeah. are TV, so yeah. you can't even get a regular job. Yeah. You better do something. Like <laughs> it's, that's what I, I think. What motivates me, like I said, is just okay. I'm here, Dominique. You're here. You're in Los Angeles. You're on a show. Let's just keep it going. And then once you get a taste of what you've been wanting all your life, mm-hmm. once you get that taste of it, it's hard to be like, okay, I'm cool. Yeah. I'm chilling. No, so it makes you every day be like, okay, what am I doing next? Hitting up my manager. Okay, what are we doing next? Because you just keep chasing that that high that you just felt. You most know, definitely, like most definitely. Being on Insecure and being, yeah, being on Insecure and being such a good show and a huge show is like, oh man, you, you, I can't like lay down. Yeah. No. So you what's, keep next? what's next? What am I doing? Yeah. What am I booking next? But even when I did get hard, like years ago, when I did get hard with Will Ferrell and Kevin Hart, I, I was chasing it then. That's what inspired me mentally to wake up and be like, okay, no, I, I gotta get more. Yeah. I, I gotta feel that feeling again yep. of being, feeling like you're on top and feeling like everything that you've been working for isn't going, you know, to waste. That makes sense. So that's what mentally gets me prepared, chasing that high that I mm-hmm. that I've been experiencing. It's like, okay, no, we need more. Yeah. What is <laughs> it like household name? And what is it like walking in? Like, you know, when you get these scripts like uh what was like your first big role where you met famous people on the first day you walked onto a set? That was Get Hard. Get Hard. So Get Hard was the first mm-hmm. And that was Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell, right? Yes. What is it, it like walking into a scene like that with Kevin Hart? He wasn't as big as he is now, but he was still big. He was already on the rise oh, and in there. Huge. Yeah. And then you had yeah, Will Ferrell huge. too. Um, you know what's funny? Will Ferrell. I had saw him before. I had met. I had met Kevin before because um, a couple of his friends or friends of mine. Yeah. So I had met him before, but it's still like you get the jitters. The first person I actually met on set was Will Ferrell, mm-hmm. and. You know, watching him from as a kid, you're like, oh my god! Yeah. And the first day, literally the first day I was on set, they told me, okay, well, we're just gonna have you improv, literally. So that means like make up a yeah, scene. Make up we're a scene. Just gonna have you improv with with Will. You know, just sitting down talking to him because I played his girlfriend. Yeah. 
from the hood on the on the movie. So yeah. they were like, "Yeah, just talk to him." And I'm like, "What? Okay." <laughs> super cool, super humble, super nice. But it is a little nerve wracking. But I've never showed that I was nervous to anybody that I've met. Yeah. But that time I was like, "Okay, just play it cool, Dominique. Just play it cool." Yeah, you have to You'll do that. You see him again, you know? Just play it cool. You have to do that. It was it was really exciting though. Man, I, and it's funny because I just watched Get Hard because the first time it came out, I was like, ah, I didn't I didn't even really yeah. get into it because I like those types of movies. But it's one of those movies where it's like, you know, how you got a movie and you're like, oh, I could go to the movie theater and see it or I'll wait for it to come mm-hmm. to DVD. So for me, that right, was my right. kind of thought process. But I literally just watched it a couple of weeks ago and I saw you in there. But because it was the role it was, I didn't pay as much attention to you until I started watching Insecure. And then it was like, oh, OK. Yeah, man. I know. I know, I know, I know. A lot of people said that, and they was like, she was in Get Hard, too. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> but, you know, people don't really, but I've done that with actors. Like, even with Taraji, when she was doing stuff, yeah. when she was on Smart Guy. and Oh, yeah, most on definitely. Smart Guy and Sister, Sister. Yeah. You didn't realize that when you're watching it, and then now you're like, oh, snap. You got to go Taraji back and check it out. Yeah. Yeah. But see, because people didn't see y'all, they ain't, they don't think, they, you know, they look at it and say, oh, it's an overnight success. But like you said, you got a, a resume of doing this since oh, you were seven yeah. years old. Hey, literally, literally seven. I know a lot of actors say, but a lot of a lot of actors have been working since they were that young. Because sometimes it takes some of us that doesn't have that overnight success and mm-hmm. we do one big role and all of a sudden we're famous. A lot yeah. of us have had to start from a young, young age. Yeah. Because if you have a, if you want to get into this business as crazy as it is, you definitely have to have a, a love for it, a, a, a real love to for stay it, or it, it can swallow you. So, yeah, no, that makes know, sense. Or it can be easy to give up. Yeah. yeah. So you know, you know your favorite line, the favorite line that everybody loves from I think it was season two, episode three, was when you told Lawrence he is a fuck nigga who thinks he's yeah, a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> and it made me reevaluate yeah. myself, and I was like, have I been this guy? And I, I really think. <laughs> I really think that every guy has been this guy because, you yeah. you know, you got a guy like I saw Lawrence and I'm like, he is a good guy. You know what I'm saying? He's just trying to find yeah, himself. And what makes him a fuck mm-hmm. nigga is he knows he's not ready. He's not being honest with Tasha on the show. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but he was nice because he was trying to apologize. He told you that it happened. But like you said, mm-hmm. you you apologize for shit that you really weren't sorry for because you were playing the role right. of that good guy. So. Right. Yeah, he is. He's a good guy. I feel like Lawrence is a good guy. And Tasha knows that Lawrence is a good guy. But Lawrence is so, he doesn't know what he wants right now. He doesn't mm-hmm. know if he wants Issa back. Uh, you know, he's trying to do this whole, no, she cheated on me. I'm done. But yeah. I still love her. But I, I, I got her over here. I don't think he ever meant to hurt Tasha. Yeah. I just think that she's just in the middle of, him and he's in a bad headspace right yeah, now and yeah. he just doesn't know what he wants but is he a good guy yes yeah we saw that in season one True. you know what i'm saying yeah. it's just he's he doesn't know what he wants right now and he's very confused and he's hurt so you know he still wants to entertain tasha because he likes her but i think that she just entered his life in a bad timing yeah. you know maybe if it was another timing when he didn't have a woman and stuff like that that he was trying to get over it would have been better perfect yeah but right now it's like no the hurt is just but i don't i really don't think he's meaning to hurt her and i think when tasha called him a fuck nigga i don't really think she meant it she meant it right then and there yeah because she was hurt and embarrassed yeah but i feel like if she stepped back and evaluated she wants him to call again i mean we we'll go off on a guy 
But if we really do like him, we secretly hope that he gets his act together and call us back, yeah. you know, unless it's just been some real crazy stuff that yeah. he's done. But he hasn't really done anything too crazy and to just book, you know, to make you not want to deal with him. Yeah. Yeah, I think Tasha secretly wishes that he'll call again. So, I, I really do. Just if it was Dominique, yeah. you know. So what are your thoughts on no, like I, cheating? Because like with the whole situation of uh, Issa Rae cheating, I know, you know, of course you talk to the guys and like most guys, they butt hurt. You know, they could cheat 20 times and a girl cheat one time and they mad about it yes. and they want to leave the relationship. So w- like what would be your mindset on uh, what are your thought process on che- cheating? Because for me, if a girl cheats on me one time and it's been like we've been together five years I, it's hard for me to discredit those 365 days five times that she didn't cheat on me I get it. versus that one time i get it i get it yeah but I, I i heard steve harvey say when it comes to men you can't do what i do and still be considered a lady so i think that men just can't get over that it's like your pride is hurt yeah it's like that but a lot of people but but women we know how I know as far as me, I know how guys are and yeah. I know that guys are sometimes cheat and they eyes wander and stuff like that and temptation is great, especially now. Yeah. So I get it, but it still can be a hurtful it still can be a hurtful thing. But then I also get a guy, you know, y'all are different and y'all got y'all ego and the pride. Yeah. She cheat on you one time, all you can do is think about her and that dude. Yep. Oh, was he making her feel like how I be making her yep. feel? And is he hitting it the way I'm feel? hitting it? Yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, was he hitting it with protection? Yeah. I can't trust her. Did no she more. give him head? Because so like, that's going to be a that's a killer. Yes. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. But us as women, we're more, you know, we're different. Yeah. We're more forgiving and stuff. And if and love sometimes can conquer, can take over our mind and be like, yeah. okay, you know, just as long as it doesn't happen again. You know that's fine, but me and I just feel like it, it's a little bit it's a little bit different for y'all. Y'all can yeah. take us back, but y'all gonna give us some hell. Yeah, very true. Do you think do you think cheating is inevitable in a relationship? Because so many people have, I've been hearing this on TV and magazines and just in social circles, people just feel like it's kind of like they're kind of embracing that. Hey, cheating is it, it happens. You know it's gonna happen. happen. You roll with it. But mm-hmm. how do you even deal with it? Because so many people, I have a, I have a homegirl and she's like. Her parents, she was like, her dad never cheated on her, her on her mom. So she feels like cheating is unacceptable. And like I told her, okay. do you know that they have not cheated? Because a lot of times our exactly. parents don't tell us all their personal lives, just like we don't tell our parents oh, that. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. My, my mom um, was cheated on by my dad, you mm-hmm. know, but I still loved him. But yeah. I think that with cheating, it's. It is so common to the point, like me, as, as speaking for me, I can't speak for other women. Um, speaking for me, I've learned as I've dealt with different guys and, and heard different guys speak and, you know, listen in on their conversations mm-hmm. and see other situations. I just know that it is more of a common thing. And it's all about love and it's all about, okay, are you willing to deal with this with him or are you going to break it off with him and go to another man that's going to do the same thing? Yeah. You know, so after a while. So it's, it's it's all about it's all about love and if you just want to still deal with that person or not. I yeah. know me if it if you still make me the main point and I don't I don't hear anything I don't see anything and you still treat me as a queen. Hey, I I because I, I can't stop you yeah. as a man. I I can't stop you. From, I can't say don't go out there and cheat. Yeah. You don't do what you want to do. You don't do what you want to do. So it's just yeah. 
yeah, at the end of the day, it's what I want to deal with. Is he worth it or not? Yeah. Now, if you keep on continuously hurting me and continuously cheating on me after woman after woman, and now you got someone pregnant, that, that's, that's yeah, that's disrespectful. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's certain passes that it's like, hey, if love is involved and you know this guy's a good man to you, then for me. It's something that I can close my eyes to because I, I like I say, a man is going to be a man, true, you know. True. But if it's continuously and you, and you purposely hurt me, and now you put this woman before me, and I'm your queen, yeah, that's you know different. What I'm saying? Or your wife, or your you like, know, like on like, like Denzel on fences, like that that type shit right there. Yeah, yeah, that was tough. Yeah, then I'm I'm gonna have to take a step back because now you're putting her ahead of me. Yeah. Now, now you're breaking the rules. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's true. So uh, I'm gonna let you go on and uh, don't don't choose me. Yeah. You have to choose. <laughs> don't don't choose me. Yeah. So, but like I said, I know cheating is common. It just depends on your level of love or or what you're willing to deal with from yeah. that person, man or woman. No, that makes sense. Now I'm gonna get into some. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna get into some listener questions. But what I did want to say too before we roll into the listener questions, I know that a lot yeah. of men find you attractive from the. Mm-hmm the tv show and i mean i did yeah. when i saw you in, when i remember when lawrence was still with Issa, and you came oh. to sit with him in the food uh food court of the mall i was looking i was like why oh, is he not paying her more attention and and the, my first thought was yeah. she's dangerous lawrence you need to pay attention because she's dangerous man women too. yeah <laughs> she's dangerous man she so is. yeah yeah how have you been dealing with that that whole world yeah exactly what were you saying? But I was well. And go back to what you were just saying about that. Why is it like with good guys? It's like you could be in a relationship, be a good guy, and you treat mm-hmm. other girls good. You know, you treat your homegirls good. You treat lady friends good, and it's like it makes you more attractive to them sometimes to some women, even though you're in a relationship. Why is that? I know. I think it's because a lot of when it comes to women, yeah. Every woman don't have a good heart to me. I mean, just like every man doesn't have a good a, a good heart. True. Some women want what other women have. That's just how it is. Just like sometimes I notice when you're in a relationship, I've had some friends be like, how come all the niggas want to come at me now? Yeah. But then they weren't coming at me when I had it. It's just, I don't know what it is. It's just we always want what another person has. So I think that's the reason why it can be a little... You all of a sudden temptation is even greater. Yeah, <laughs> and I think temptation. Yeah, it's it's just a, a test of can you handle it. Yeah, because that's when I think a lot of women do come out of the woodworks and they see that you're on Instagram or posting on your yeah. woman on social media. And then all of a sudden, all the women want to flock. I just I don't like that per se, but that's kind of how it is. We yeah. always want what another person what has. has yeah. Weird. Yeah, that's true. It's so weird. I guess it's like <laughs> oh well. You treating her like that. I know you can treat, treat me, me like, like that. Exactly. And that's what I've always said. So they maybe, see how you're treating somebody yeah. and they want that same treatment. Right. So you're willing to possibly be a side piece or, you know what I'm saying, a well-kept secret to yeah. get that treatment yeah. I, when you can't just get somebody single. And I've Have always all. been told how you get them. Yeah. And I've always been told how you get them is how you lose. Yeah. So a lot of times you do all of this and trying to get the man and take them from the woman He'll do the same to you, whether it's a year down the line, two years down the line. It happens. Now, sometimes it don't. You'll get the man, take him, and then he'll probably end up being with you forever, and y'all live happily ever after. I don't know. True. But I believe in karma, and and I just feel like if you go in trying to steal uh, from a man or woman, you know, I just feel like it'll come back to you tenfold. Yeah. So I don't think that's a good idea. 
So I, I did have a lot of people asking me, a lot of my friends personally, they wanted me to ask, are you single? And if you are single, what is what type of dude do you like? Like, what's your type of guy as far as aesthetic, aesthetically and just his makeup as far as emotions, holding hands type stuff? Like, what kind of guy do you, you know, that appeases to you? Hmm, I am single, unfortunately. <laughs> I am single. I kind of, my, my type is a little bit different than how it used to be. It used to be just based on looks and yeah. stuff like that when I was younger. But now it's just more than looks. It's not really just about that anymore. Yeah. I look at the person and how you treat your family. Do you have a good relationship with your family? Um, how you treat me if we go out? You know, yeah. do you have goals? What are you doing to work towards your goals? That type of thing. Yeah. Good hygiene. Are you smelling good? Oh, that hygiene that, matters. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of adults with bad yeah. breath, and that should not be. You know what I'm saying? That should not be. Exactly. And, like, and you shouldn't yeah. be missing and, teeth. I know people missing teeth. Like when you missing that side oh, piece, it's man. like, man, get a bridge, get a get a get get a root canal. <laughs> Take care of that. Yes. Like how you do your, your hygiene. That all goes yeah, into hygiene. It how does. You, how you carry yourself? How does your place look? Yeah. You know, how does your car look? Not as far as the type of model. Yeah, if it's, is it clean, is it junky? Yeah, no, that matters. Yeah, that type of thing. Yeah. And like I said, are you working towards goals? What is your job? What are you doing? Or, yeah. you know, that type of thing. Do you I'm, date off potential? Into now. Do I what? Do you date off potential? I think that's dangerous. That's why I'm yes, asking. Yes, yes, Um, It can be dangerous. I have before. Uh-huh. But... If I feel like if I'm steady having to ask you, so are you doing? Are you working towards that today? Okay, yeah. well, what are you doing to get toward? Then it becomes a little tiring. Then I'm like, okay, now you just lazy. Yeah, I can't do the laziness. <laughs> so if you're working towards something yeah. and I see it, because I can see through it. Oh, yeah, most I, definitely. I get that from my mom. Yeah, yeah. So I can sense if you after me just for what you seen in the finale last season, or if you after me because you really do want to see. Or get to know me as a person, yeah. you know. So I, I'm, I'm all about that. How you treat me in the beginning and stuff like that. I, I, I can sense, I can see through all of the game and yeah. stuff like that. I know what you're really after. Okay, definitely. Okay. And 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 the goals. I, I'm, I'm all into that. What are you doing? Yeah, what you doing with your life? <laughs> Do, are you fit? Are you healthy? Do you? Do you like to eat good? Do yeah. you care about yourself? Yeah. Do you want children? Yeah. Because I definitely want a future. Um, I don't really, I don't really like getting into guys that don't want kids and stuff like that because yeah. that's going to be a problem for yeah. us in the future because I want children and all of that. It makes so, sense though. I look into all of that. Yeah. All right. I want so we're going to get in the first list of the question and the first one is for Tiffany from Ashbury, Virginia and she said, "How have you dealt hey, with, <laughs> She said, "How have you dealt with the love-hate relationship from your fans about your character on the show?" Oh, it you know what? At first it used to get to me um, but now it's it's been so many positive people yeah. that I don't even see the negative anymore yeah. because it's been so many positive people coming up to me. So and then when I when I talk to Issa and she gets hate mail. Yeah. So when I start seeing when she told me she get hate mail, I'm like, girl, people taking these characters serious. I, I thought it was just me. Yeah. But then she was like, I don't even be paying attention to that. Like, after a while, she was like, I just cut the phone. Not cut the phone off, literally. But yeah. Cut it out. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't even pay attention to all of the negative yeah. comments and stuff coming at me. I'm like, well, if she gets it, I'm not alone. So I kind of, yeah. once she 
told me that I kind of don't even feel bad anymore. It's kind of yeah. like, okay. And that just lets me know that the character is lit. Is working, yeah. And people are, yeah, people are really emotionally yeah. invested in Tasha and in Issa yeah. and in everybody. So it's like, I get it. Yeah. You know, you don't dislike me. You dislike like the Tasha character. and whatever. And yeah. you've been hurt before. And I remind you of the chick your man left you for yep. and stuff like that. Exactly. A lot of times. <laughs> so I get it. I understand. Yeah. You're into the show. And I wouldn't want it any other way. Like, yeah. the fact that I love being on the show, the hate mail kind of oversees. I mean, the positive kind of oversees. Oversees the, the hate mail. Yeah. No, and I yeah, think it, I think it's I, dope. I, I definitely think it's a dope situation. It's so funny because you hear people or you listen, read tweets and, and people are attacking people. And even if superstars or, you know, like celebrities get mad at what's happening on Twitter, I don't think people really understand mm-hmm. that when you attack a character, especially when you start talking about what the character looks like on TV, you're attacking that yeah. person to in a sense. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I've gotten the personal looks on how I look and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, last season and stuff like that, or this season, I'm like, okay, now you turn it in a little bit. Personal. Yeah, you getting personal. So I'm now. not even gonna listen. But see, the thing is, my mom tells me I'm, I have a really close relationship with my mom, and she tells me, get prepared. Yeah. Because this is just one role. Yep. You have hundred. You have so many roles to go. Your career is it's taken off. You know, you're it's bright. Yeah. So. Get prepared for people not to like how you look. Yeah. Get prepared for people not to like how you act. Yep. It's going to come. Everybody is not going to like you. So I've embraced that and be like, it's okay. I'm me. I, I don't have time to cry about it. I'm trying to get booked. Yeah. So I don't have time to focus on the negative. If you have some positivity to, to shine my way, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I would love but to see you in like a, so. I would love to see you in like one of those. I would love to see you, you know, like back in the nineties when they used to have like the best man, the brothers and all of those like movies. Yeah. I want to see you in something like that. Like I can literally see you playing those roles like Nia Long and then play yes. back in the nineties in Sanaa Lathan. Yes. I can definitely see that. Yes. yes. And I claim that in the name of Keith. You ain't lying. And I if somebody listens, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I claim it. Yeah. We definitely have to get more into our urban film because it it's it kind of lost its way it did. for a little bit. It did. But I feel like it's picking back up like oh, yeah. shows like Atlanta and, and yep, Power Insecure Power. And yep. Insecure. Yeah, all of that. I, I feel like black is coming back a little bit and then we have so many new shows that's coming out. Very true. Um that's in the works that I'm hearing about. It's so okay, I'm like, okay, we coming back. We coming back. So hopefully it'll be more roles like that because I would love to be in like a legend iconic Black, yeah. black film, you yeah. know, like a love job. Never Jones. goes away. Yep, it will be around yes. forever, and nobody will. You, yes. Your kids gonna be watching that. Exactly. <laughs> or you, you can recite a line from Friday, and people still know what it is. That that came out when we was how old. <laughs> you know, stuff like oh, yeah. that. It just me. It just makes a mark on yeah. your career. So I would love that yeah. to play in roles like that. That'd be great. All right. Next question. Uh, Mike from Jacksonville said, "What exactly did you have cooking on the stove when Lawrence came over?" <laughs> I heard you say I, ribs. Let me tell you something, Mike. <laughs> I had beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> you name it. I had all of that. I had all of that. <laughs> Why y'all talking? Yeah, Why straight up. Talking? I never make some greasy ass tacos. Yeah, no, uh, I yeah, I did not. see. I did see that. I I saw you uh, when you was talking to um, uh, Lawrence and um, what's the guy that uh, Issa slept with on the last episode? I forgot his name. Um, that Issa slept with on the last episode. Yeah, on the. I forgot her neighbor. Yeah, the neighbor. Oh, I forgot his Lord, name. Lord Jesus. 
I li- That's my baby. Uh, Leon. Yeah, I forgot his name. Yeah, his Leon. Name. Shout out to Leon, man. Yeah. But I saw that and I was like, yeah, that's. I was like, tacos? Why would she be making some tacos? You said you had some on the stove, but no. I was like, hey, you know what it is. No, 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 no. She, uh, no. Tasha was actually making some um, jambalaya. She had got uh, the recipe because, yeah, she, <laughs> she, she, she can throw it down. She, she throws down with some corn on the cob on the side, some straight beans. She had it all worked out. Five course meal. Well, she didn't do it for him. Shoot, she did it for herself. She was cook. She was probably cooking out of being her. hurt at that moment. You know, sometimes women do that. Y'all cook yes. or clean. So, I mean, she's a good woman. Hey, I can see that. She's, she's a yeah. She's a good woman. She cooks. She cleans whatever she needs. <laughs> you know, that was her therapy. Yeah. He just happened to be like, "Hey, can I pull up?" Hey. Ooh. But see, you know, you Girl, already. Well, now you're you gonna get some of this. Most definitely. And the thing about it is, Lawrence knew. Both, the funny thing about it is, when y'all were talking as he walked away. You both wanted to still be there. He wouldn't have been there waiting outside yep. to apologize and not to be funny. Like you said before, after the, the ain't shit nigga uh, statement, you wouldn't have came outside and gave him that time of day. So body language exactly. and you giving him that access to you, it said all it exactly. needed to be said. So people just got to learn to read between she, the lines. Yeah, she wanted to be there and she wanted him to be a good guy. And Lawrence liked it too, but... I think the fuck nigga thing came because she was like, okay, man, enough is enough. Yeah. You just told me last week that you slept <laughs> with your ex and then you're going to walk out on my... Okay, yeah. well, you know what? We done. I'm going to put my foot down. It, it, it can't... I, I don't want... She didn't want to say that. Yeah. I swear she didn't. I know for a fact Tasha didn't want to say that, but she had to. Yeah. You inhaled and looked at the phone said. before you even did it, though. Uh, you inhaled when you exactly. right before you said it. It was kind of like, all right, I'm going to have to let this nigga have it. She, I, she had to. Yeah, her adrenaline was falling. She was <laughs> I know when she hung up that phone, she was like, you know what? She probably told her girls, I ain't going to call him. Yeah. Let me tell you, <laughs> no, because he needs to call me. She, mm-hmm. So whenever he called, that's when he called. Yeah. But I know she wish he would call. I but bet. no, Mike, she had some good stuff on that stove, okay? It wasn't no tacos. <laughs> All right, the last one we the last one we gonna do is another one from uh, Dallas. It's Alexis from Dallas. It was just a random question to me. She said, "How the hell did Lawrence collect unemployment for two years without getting cut off?" We want to know that. How did Lawrence what? How did he get unemployment for two years? Because you know, the two years he was unemployed on Lisa's couch, he was getting unemployment up until the uh, first couple of episodes when it Uh ran out, and that's when Lisa was like, "Okay, you got to get a job, bro. You can't just keep sleeping on this couch chasing your dreams, but they ain't coming to fruition." Unemployment for two years. <laughs> oh Lord, I don't even know how the unemployment system works. Work, yeah. Maybe he worked a penny any job and then had to leave and hey, he got unemployment. He must have did something because yeah, they give you six hey, months I've now. Yeah, you don't you I've don't you don't get a lot of it. So I wanted to get your personal opinion on something before we get ready to wrap to show up. So you know about everything that's going on. Have you heard about what's going on in Charlottesville, Virginia? With, with the cake, I wasn't with the uh, because I've been wrapped up. Okay. So basically, you know, it's the neo-Nazis coming out and they're protesting pretty much in the alt-right for white supremacy. And we have, you know, whites and blacks and Hispanics fighting against that. You don't even have to answer to that. But what are your thought processes on race and race relations? Like, how do you think we can get better at this, pushing it forward for it to be better? Like, it's gotten better. You know, we have Martin Luther King and them that, you know, died for certain things for us to be where we are now. But what do you think we could do if you have any ideas to push it to the next level? Like, what do you think we can do um, as black people to hear our voices outside of just protesting? I don't know. I think that we just need to come together, but I think we need to come together and stay together. True. I notice a lot of times when certain things happen, yeah. we'll come together, have town hall meetings, have marches, and then all of a sudden it stops. It and disperse. then we back to how it used to be. Yeah. I think that we need to get together and create a plan and stay together because 
you know, it's not going to be, it's, it's not, it's not going to get any better right now, especially yeah. with the president and everything that we have and yeah. the, what the choices that he's making. So all we can do is just do what we can do. You know, we can't pretty much change the world, but I think that we have to create a plan and, and just stick with it mm-hmm. instead of every time something happens, we do it, stick with it for a little bit. And, and then, then we, we kind of go about what we were doing every day. Right now, we can do whatever. All we can do is what we can do. That's right all. Now. That's all. And I try not. To, I know sad, for me, yeah. But it's the truth. Yeah. I try not to get drowned in it myself, man. Change. It is, and and honestly, right. it's nothing that you say is going to be right. You know, I've taken criticism for people nope. being like, "Why don't you say something on your show?" And I'm like, I do talk about certain things on my show, but I don't always want to be bogged down with race relations and what's going on because my opinion on it is it's never going to change. It's never going to go away. I mean, it yeah. can get better, yeah. but we're going through a situation now where it's no longer covert, it's overt racism and they're showing us right now, you know, right in our face, and it's just making it bad mm-hmm. for everybody. So for me, it is. I take some days off. Like, you know, I know the whole, you know, moniker about staying woke and, you know, pay attention, but I'd be like, fuck this. I'm going to sleep at least for a couple of days. I know, I'll wake I know back up and deal with this I shit mean, later. Cause it ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. You can do, you can be an activist and be pro black all you want. Yeah. Right. But it takes a village. It takes all of us. It's not just one person opinion. Like yeah. it takes us all to, to try to make a change, but it's so hard to try to make a change when you have somebody that's, the head that's you know yeah it, it can be it can be a little bit it, it can be crazy mm. i think all we can do is what we can do okay. but we have to stick with it I'll make sure so what's next for uh dominique perry you got anything else lined up outside of insecure or you just still looking and, and focusing on uh your role in insecure well, right now no i have a um show that i will be on now we're working we're still working on the logistics and everything like okay. that but um it'll be uh black jesus Oh. It comes on Adult Swim. Oh, I used to watch yeah, that. I haven't so watched it in a while. Well, it hasn't been out. Wait, um, what was that? Like, what was the one? Like two, two years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. been like two years since it's two, three years yeah. almost, if I'm not mistaken. Um, don't quote me on it. Cause it's I, been about two, three years since it's been a gone and since it's been away. Um, you know, Charlie Murphy has passed, passed away, on, yeah. and he was. A, yeah, he's passed on. Um, and he was on the show. Yeah. So, but they're coming back with season three next year. Okay. So it's it's pretty awesome. Okay. So I got a few questions. I'm gonna just really as a few questions. I'm gonna run mm-hmm. off the top of my head and ask you real quick, just for the listeners to okay. really get to know who Dominique Perry is. And I literally don't even have these okay. written down. But what is your favorite movie? If you have a favorite movie, what is your favorite movie? Oh, my favorite movie. Hmm. Oh my gosh, I never can answer because I got like 10. What's your favorite genre? Do you have a favorite? You like comedy, more drama, suspense? Hmm. Comedy is pretty fun. Kind of fun, right? What's comedy your- is, I think comedy is my first, but then I also like scary movies at night before I go to bed. Man, I just, reason, I don't know. I just watched Annabelle for the first time the other night on Netflix. What? That shit is oh, scary as fuck. Oh, you got fuck. the first one. You're not talking about the new nah, one. No, not the new one. I ain't seen the new one. I watched the first one, and I was like, I, I was I was bored, and I was like, you know, I'm going to just watch this. I don't normally fuck with yeah. dolls and shit. Little dolls and clowns and shit. Like Cole Off Martin, that shit yeah. fucks with me. I don't I don't really deal with that. To watch this what little fucking doll do what they did oh, yeah. to kill people. I was sitting up in my house by myself, like, holding the pillow, like, right beneath my eyes. I like, know. where this shit I coming know. from? Yeah. Them yeah, at night. it I keep you on the edge of your seat. At night, light some candles. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I think 
comedy is first, but that that horror, I don't know. I that's ain't that's lighting no crazy. candles watching a horror movie now, Dominique. That's some conjuring <laughs> up the spirit shit. I'm not watching that. No, you can have that. It Negative. You in the mood. Yeah. Mm-mm. So have you seen? Have you ever seen Annabelle? Okay, so you know the part. So you know the part when she looked across the hallway and saw the little girl standing in the room, and when she ran across the hallway, by the time she hit the door, she turned into a ghost. Yes, man. That I literally, I literally sit in my apartment. I watched that happen as she came. I was like, "What this little girl doing?" And she literally tried to shut the door as the little girl ran towards her, and the girl turned into a full-grown monster with a dark face. I literally jumped off the couch like, "What the fuck? Like, what's going on up in here?" You know what's crazy is I like uh I like horror movies. Yeah. But I always cover my eyes when Me too. the part comes. Like when you start hearing that music, Hell I'm like, oh, yeah. it. it's creeping so up. Yep. But you know the scary yeah, movies yeah, so are, I, the scary movies are getting smarter now too, because you know back in the day when they would do that little pan view and that B roll and it's yeah. like they're coming right up behind you, we expect it to happen, but yep. they'll roll right past it now about another second or two and they catch you on the back end. <laughs> And then they catch on the back end when you're like, Ooh, okay, coast is clear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. I love it. I, I think horror is my shit. As far as favorite movies, I do like, I, I love all the Fridays. Yeah. Um, I love Brown Sugar. That's Oh, that's one. my joint. Yeah, that's mine too. I definitely and like that. And of course, Love Jones. Yep. It's, it's really, really good. It's a classic. It, Darius it, it's Love Hall. It's so Hall. crazy. I yeah. have, huh? I said, yeah, that's the one. Darius Love Hall. Darius Love Hall. Ain't he the stuff? He still look good now. I was watching I, him on Power the other day. I said, damn, he ain't aging. Baby, let me tell you something. Ain't he? Lorenz Whatever Tate. he doing, I'm yeah. sliding his DMs and be like, Lorenz, hey, what up? pass it. Tell let me. me. Know, let me know what's going on with what you use on that skin. I want to okay? know what that water, that nigga dropping something in his water. I need to know what he's drinking. He doing something. I'm friends with his brother, Lamar. Yeah. Lamar Tate, and I'm going to ask. I don't be wanting to ask Lamar so many questions about his brother, but yeah. I still be like, I want to be like, this. Yeah. Just ask me, email, e- and email it to me. Whatever he, I probably can't, I can't, I probably can't afford what he's, uh, what he's using. But know, right? hey, maybe one day, just tell the nigga to send it to me too. I know, right? Oh, we gonna get it. We gonna get it. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you some. I, I'll probably find some and get it. Send it to you. Something. What's your favorite color? We gonna be lit. My favorite color mm-hmm. is black now. I, I, black. I like black. Okay. I think black looks so on both a man and a woman it's yeah. just something about it it's so like very mm. sleek yeah especially yes. if it's tailored but I love pink as well pink as well okay okay yeah hmm. black is the black is the I love it dressed up dressed yeah. down all good Woo! I see a guy like in a black tee with like the black fitted jeans and the gold little necklace or something and a my girl, my girl, my girlfriend is sitting here shaking her head like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause she been telling me you dark cause I'm dark skin. She's like, I'm gonna get you a gold necklace. And why don't you wear your shirts a little tighter? I'm like, I ain't just be walking around with these little tight ass tees. You do get you some slim straight. It ain't gotta be the skinny. Yeah. Get you some slim straight jeans. Nah, that's what I wear. I'm not. Yeah. It's disrespectful to wear baggy jeans in 2017. Don't do that shit. Come on now. We ain't, we ain't back in the Yule. Yeah. We ain't back in them days. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, leave it. Got to move forward, cause you know you got real. You got real. I'm I'm doing the air quotes. You got real niggas out here. Just like I ain't wearing no tight ass clothes. Hey. Now I like to be stylish. You just look like a plum yeah. fool wearing a shirt that's not tailored, or it's too big, or jeans too big, I or know. dirty white tennis let, shoes. Let me tell you something about them Jabot jeans and them Paul <laughs> from, uh, from the beauty supply. Man, you better stop. You already know what it is with that, with that sweatband. <laughs> <laughs> man, please, you better not. Get on my style back in the day. Ah, man. Okay. No parts of it. So, no, not now. you from Texas. Do you like football? Yes. 
I like sports. I love basketball. Basketball more. Football. Okay. Yeah, I long think I'll pay attention to the game. No, nah, that's cool if you ain't a football fan. Long, uh, you know, I'm Dallas, so I'm a Cowboys fan. I just wanted to make sure you yeah, were going to say you was with Houston, so I, I understand. What's your favorite basketball oh, team? You know, I'm, I'm going to do Houston to the end. Okay, most definitely. I said, what's your basketball uh, favorite basketball team? Um, whatever team LeBron is on. Hey. <laughs> You, sound, you 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 truly sound like my girlfriend. And I, and I man. know he went to Cleveland. I know he went Cleveland. Yeah, he went Cleveland. Even if he left. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, Whatever team Braun on, I love yeah. me some Braun. Yeah. He going he talking about being in L. A. next year. So you out there? So I'm sure you'll catch what? a game or two. Yeah. They talking because you know it's his last year on his contract. Gonna be the Lakers. Yeah. So, yeah, it's gonna be the Lakers, man. The hometown whatever team. team he on, he on Cleveland. I'm with Cleveland. <laughs> he with LA. I'm with the Lakers. You riding with it, hey Dominique? I really I do. Run. I appreciate you, man, calling in today. This, I mean, you. Thank you. You so this, much. you have made my day. Because before I got on here, I was kind of nervous, but I was like, yeah, you most definitely <laughs> made my day for real, for real. <laughs> I'm so glad to be on. I'm so glad y'all had me. Mm-hmm. No, thanks for calling in. Now tell them where they can find you on social media, any websites, and what's going on with you next. Okay, um, you can find me on Instagram at at Dominique P, at D-O-M-I-N-Q-U-E-P, and that goes for Twitter as well. Okay. Um, as for what's coming up next, like I said, still working on the logistics for Black Jesus, so it's not set in stone yet, but look forward to that. And there's another film that they're working on right now, getting funding and things of that nature. Okay. And that'll be located in Atlanta okay. that I will be doing as well. So mm-hmm. we're still waiting. Everything is just talk right now. Okay. Well, and other than that, just more stuff to come. Hopefully a season three of Insecure. Yeah. Tasha will return. So we'll just see. Well, you know, we definitely in your corner. Now, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a go ahead and let the people know where they can find the podcast at. And I want you to stay okay. on the line. Don't hang up. I want to talk to you after we finish and uh, possibly right. set something else up. Because like I told you, I would love to meet you in person and do an interview in person as well. Yes. Awesome. All okay. right. So be sure to keep up with all things The Reality Is by going to www.therealityis.com. Also, follow us at The Reality Is on Twitter, Instagram, Anchor, and Facebook. You can list the previous podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud, Player.fm, Listen Notes, and more. If you would like to be a guest on the show or you would like to, us to answer some of your questions from your perspective and our perspective as well, email us at info at therealityis.com or call and leave us a message at 469-351-9681, and we'll be sure to answer your questions on upcoming episodes. Last but not least... Be sure to leave us a rating or review on whatever platform that you listen to podcasts on. We don't care if it's a good review. We don't care if it's a bad review. We just want to hear from you. And as I always say, always remember to inhale courage to excel success, and we'll talk to y'all next week. Thanks, Dominique, for coming on. Hey, of course. I'm so glad y'all had me. <laughs> I need, 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 no, I, I'm glad too, man. Hey, that's what you know. What I think that's what I'm gonna call it. We pop. I, I think what podcast? I'm trying, I gotta figure out how to name it, but I think I'm gonna have something to do with that in the title. For real, that'll be fun. Yeah, podcast cherries all around. <laughs> no, I do wish you the best, man. I, I like I said, I love your character on the show. I've been watching your interviews. Some more I said 
Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you.